This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) Well, it's the finale. It's the final. How it always happens so fast. I'm not ready. I'm not ready either. And I feel a little bit bad saying this, but this season didn't bring a ton of drama. Not like we're talking about bake-off drama. We're not talking about Real Real Housewives drama. But it didn't bring a lot of nail biting or like suspense of who's going home. Most of the time we're like, yeah, it's real obvious. This episode had me on the edge of my seat. Oh, and it was like, I, this is kind of what I live for. And I really appreciated it. They had the best jokes. There was a lot of really good like moments of what you might call it uh, nostalgia for the rest of the cast. <laughs> what you might call it. Totally. They were, and like they brought in the family interviews, which I always love. It was heartwarming, so suspenseful. I'm like the hosts. I just and like came down to the wire in a way that I really did not expect. Right. They do like a little recap at the beginning. It's like, here's where we started, and you're like, oh my gosh, and you, you know, there's always a couple of bakers that you kind of forget about. And you're like, I was oh, like, oh, I, oh, I forgot about people. that person. Right. Yeah. They have like the festival outside set up. It's like carnival rides. There's going to be a fair. I really want to go to that. How can we get invited to that for the next season? Can we just be? How how does that happen? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. But then you know. Imagine like the ironclad NDAs all those people have to sign. Yeah, that's true. That's actually, well, I would I would definitely do that just to be there. Totally. I really appreciated the opening when they did, you know, how they do the more in-depth interviews with family. And Josh's mm-hmm. mom just was so sweet and how they kept crying over his grandmother. And his grandma, That story is just, will continue it's to be heartwarming. so heartwarming. We did have like a brutal opening quote from Prue in the sort of teaser where she's like, it's not your best shot, which is... Basically a stab to the heart from when it comes from Prue. I definitely was sad Tasha wasn't there. Like, I always had envisioned the final having Tasha in it. I don't know. I mean, again, like, I think it was the right call. I feel like, you know, last week we were talking about this, but with Tasha, she started out so far ahead of the pack and then just, like, didn't evolve with everyone the way, you know, she didn't keep learning the way everyone else did. So everyone kind of, like, the last three people kind of passed her. And, you know, I'm still just sad about it. I remember seeing Rowan in the opening and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember the first episode that we did on this. I thought Rowan was going to be in the top three. So it kind of goes to show like how people start out and, you know, (laughs) I'll get to this later. I'm not going to do this analogy yet because it'll give it away, but go ahead. Let's, let's get going. Leah in the chat says it was the broiest final of all time. And I was wondering that, is this the first time they've had three men in the final? Leah will know. Leah will know. Leah. Tell us, Leah. Please tell us. (laughs) So. So also wanted to comment on Prue's primary color look. She has sort of her like jacket had this sort of like a hungry, very hungry caterpillar vibe going. I loved it. Leah says as far as she can remember, there's always at least one female or one gay man and or. So here we go. The showstopper, they want eight highly decorative eclairs. They should have two different types in terms of decoration and flavor and they have two hours and 15 minutes. Of course, they have to be perfect. This is the final, after all. Yeah, we need, yeah, we all the things need to be there. Should go without you, saying. You gotta nail it. Perfection. The pastry, yes. The pastry needs to be puffy and crispy. The they should have beautiful air holes that are gonna fill with cream <laughs> or custard. Bum holes. That's <laughs> not what I said. No, but so remember I when? I know. I, I'm just picking up what I'm putting down. Lock it up. Lock it up. Um, but you can't overdo it on the filling either because then it will get soggy. So you got to find that. I love, I really like this challenge because it's something where it's like, 
an eclair is hard. I think it's hard to get it perfect. It's one of those things where like you can have like a decent eclair, but to get like a really good one, all the elements have to come together and it's, it's like kind of finicky. Dan is making stra strawberries and cream eclair with cubes of fruit punch jelly on top, as well as a salted caramel eclair with praline ganache. He said this is the first type of pastry he's ever learned to make, the shoe pastry and that he's using a fail-proof shoe recipe. Then they go into like the family interviews and it's so cute. His mom is so cute. She says he was a cheeky and mischievous kid and they show like pictures of him as a teenager and he looks exactly the same. Cheeky, so great. And he has like the exact same vibe. <laughs> like, and that, I think like this whole time, Dan has very much given off like a 15 year old totally. kid vibe. Yeah. Yes. We realize, and I think he mentioned this at the beginning too, that he didn't even tell his kids that he was doing the baking right. show. Right, he kept it a secret. He kept it a secret. He did finally tell them for the final because they were like coming to the final. But I think he was like, I didn't think I was gonna make it to the final and I just didn't tell them. And so his kids this whole time just thought he was like doing <laughs> like so much random baking. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I just have to go bake a guitar. And they were like, okay, dad. He'd put him to like, bed yeah, and sure, then like whatever. spend all night baking. I'm like, that's... It's so funny. That's amazing. But I wonder why he didn't tell them. Yeah, who knows? He just seems like kind of a quirky guy. Yeah. So maybe he just maybe thought it would be like a funny to, prank. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he didn't want the pressure. Sure. Um, Heather says famous last words from Dan that it's a fail-proof pastry. <laughs> and correct. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. I feel like his family videos like were so Dan, where like his kid like just like body slammed him at one point in like the little clips. It was so it was so cute. But I love seeing their little personal lives. And you're like, oh yeah, these people like have a whole life. As Heather alluded to, Paul says they're messy. The pastry is soggy. He like left them in his little tin that he baked them in too long and they didn't crisp up. They sort of like the steam escaped and they got soggy. The decorations are too big on the chocolate one. Prue says he attempted too much. The flavor is good for the strawberries, but the texture is off and the praline one isn't good at all. So, wow, Dan. Yeah, and he didn't do icing sugar when he was like putting them in. Oh, he's yes, like, hey, right. everybody, did you do icing sugar? And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. We're supposed to like put icing sugar over before you put it in the oven and that like gives it its shiny kind of crackliness. So Dan, not off to his And he it. was like, it wouldn't be Dan without some type of thing that he forgot to do. So it sounds like, I mean, yeah. I kind of remember that throughout the season. He'd always kind of mess up on one thing or he's like, oh, I forgot to turn my timer on. Oh, I forgot to whatever. Add that thing that I was supposed to do. But then you're like, well, how'd you get to the front? Right. I know that's kind of Dan. like, how did he skate by right. for so long? <sighs> so... He's, he didn't do well. Josh is up next. He's doing one that is a coconut, mango, and raspberry flavor, and then one that is dark chocolate and coffee with a chocolate crackling topping. His parents are so cute. Of course, the whole like little interview is about his nan, whose name is Frida. They're talking about how like she used to pick him up from school every day, they would go home and bake, and that she wanted him to apply in 2019, and he didn't get in. And then she passed away in 2021, and he like it really inspired him to apply again because... He just really wanted to do it in honor of her, which is just the whole thing was so cute. And, you know, he had her little framed photo there the whole time. I just love that it was like so like for his nan. And like that was the entire his whole arc, his whole his character whole arc. arc. And you could tell. And I know he mentioned this at the beginning of how hard it was for him to even think about applying after she passed away. Like he he gave it a lot of time before he was even able to like think of applying. So this has been totally. really emotional for him, too. Yes. His eclairs look great. They're uniform, the same size. They're perfectly filled. Prue says the flavors are delicate, 
Paul thinks the tropical one is too sweet, but he likes the flavor of the coffee one. So overall, he does great. Yeah, I like when Prue says, <laughs> when they're cutting into his, because I think they judged him first. And she's like, I'm always so cross when I have an empty eclair. <laughs> like, so you, I know, I'm like, oh, yeah, she, tell us what really she gets, gets your go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so cross when I have. But this was great. This is perfectly filled. Yes, he does wonderful. Maddie says he's avoided making shoe pastry up until this week. So Maddie is really just gotta making face your fears, here. Maddie. You gotta yep. do it. He's going to have one that will be inspired by Black Forest and one that will be inspired by Banafi with walnut and praline, walnut and pecan praline. We find out his fiance applied on his behalf and that they interview his parents and his dad doesn't even like dessert. And his mom is like, oh yeah, and he made our anniversary cake last year. And his dad's like, he did? <laughs> And his mom just looks at the camera like, do you see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> Her? <laughs> it was so funny. Wait, what? Does he? We have a son? <laughs> she, she looks at it, like She just points at him like, can you believe this guy? Like, what the heck? Yeah. Heather says it's giving sports dad who doesn't value not sports. Correct. <laughs> they like show him as a, like little PE teacher, as a little school. But really we come to find that like this maybe was Lara, it was his fiance Lara's like dream for him. And she's like been really coaching him the whole time and has been saying like, you know, he never would tell anybody that he was good at baking. And Maddie really like, this is just his underdog story the whole time. For the Black Forest eclair, Paul criticizes his cherries on the top and says they're like not uniform enough, but the banana one is good. He says something mean, something like those look terrible. He's just like right out of the gate. I was like, Yeah, and he's like, well, are those those cherries on top? You want to like make sure those look better. I was like, oh, okay. The banana, the banoffee one is good, but it's really just banana flavored. Like the caramel coffee-ness isn't coming through. The Black Forest one is okay, but could have had more cherry. The chocolate and booze flavors are good though. And Prue's like the booze. (laughs) (laughs) She's so cute in this episode. She does, you can't see this obviously on a podcast, but everyone that's here, when she takes a bite into something and she gives a little like shimmy, she does a cute little little, like shoulder Mm -hmm. shake. Like that Shaquille O'Neal Yeah, because she's like, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. So totally i feel like throughout this season prue has finally just like gotten less and less worried about like what paul like about you know sort of keeping up with paul or like agreeing with paul she's like yeah whatever that guy i'm tired of him leah is asking is banana and coffee a british thing or is it a flavor combination that's taken me 39 years to learn about i mean i've had banoffee pie but that's the only format that i've ever heard of this flavor combination and i mean but i i don't know like banoffee pie is is also very caramely so it's sort of like a bananas flambe sort of like flavor combination so we maybe just don't call it banoffee but we do definitely have it most of all maddie nails the texture so he's doing well but josh is definitely in the lead and then maddie and then dan so going into the technical First of all, it feels like they are blazing through this episode. Like the blazing for only right having through. three bakers, yeah. the signature went so, so fast, and they were like, "They're like, let's just, just get the to editing is very quick." Right. And I was like, "Guys, wait, we want to savor it. It's the last episode." Did you notice that Maddie has a Zeus? I think it's a Zeus tattoo, the face of Zeus on his arm. I caught that, I, and I was like, no. "Do you have Zeus on your arm, or am I just?" Huh. Anyway, that was interesting. That's cool. Says, I like Apollo trying to look around like tattoos to see what people are doing. I know. I mean, I noticed he had tattoos, but I haven't really looked that closely at them. For the technical, Paul says, "For perfection, you're going to need patience." Okay, great. They are making nine lardy cake slices. Never heard of that. They need it to be perfectly laminated dough that is packed with soaked fruit and homemade candied peel. They have three hours, which is a really long technical. This is a really old recipe we come to find that's been around for hundreds of years. This is like a very classic traditional recipe. 
I think it sounds gross, personally. It's sort of like a cross between a Danish pastry and a bread, they say. So it's like a kind of supposed to be like a flaky bread, but just like filled with soaked fruit, which I don't really ever love things that are filled with soaked fruit. Paul says it's all about getting the timing right. It has to prove twice and there's a lot of lard in it that forms the layers and like that can go wrong. I, again, yeah, honestly, they're like, tasting it ahead of time. I'm like, this doesn't look that good. Brew's like, this is just the history of baking here. So I was like, wow, this reminds me of whenever people are applying for this show or even the bakers, I would be studying every night of like the history of British baking because there totally, are like so many things top going back to like hundreds British. of years. Like this is Jeopardy yes. style studying where you have to just know. Right. So many things. Like you definitely got to do a little baking with lard before you come on the show because they like they like to throw that in. None of them have any idea what it's supposed to be. Josh like sort of seems to gain the vision halfway through. Dan is sort of figuring it out, but Maddie is totally winging it. And he seems like he is completely in the dark. Josh is kind of cute though, because I feel like he just goes for stuff and he doesn't, I don't want to say he doesn't sweat it because I'm sure he's nervous, but he goes in with like this silent confidence that I appreciate. He's always kind of like, yeah, well, I'm just going to do this and we're going to yeah, see how he's it goes. like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can I can do this. I know. So the editing, and maybe it's more just the editing, but like they really show Maddie like really grappling in like a dark night of the soul with every single part of the process. <laughs> Leah says Maddie had strong baby in a topless bar face, which I don't know what that is, but I do think that it uh, that does feel like accurate. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. <laughs> but I, I I'm gonna I love that analogy. But then in the end, Dan gets totally burnt. So like Dan seems to be doing really well, and then he takes it out, and it's like caught on fire. Practically, like it's so 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 dark. For Josh, he has some lamination, and it feels light. The flavor is there. Prue really likes the mixed peel. For Dan, it's overbaked. Prue tries to be nice by saying it's caramelized, but it's just burnt. Um, they say it has good flavor, but it's too dry. And for Maddie, it's not properly baked and needed more proving. It basically, it's just raw. It's raw. So Maddie comes in last, Dan is in second, and Josh is in first. And I'm like, Josh is going to win. Exactly. Like Josh I'm like, Josh is, is just win. skating right through He's this running with confidence. Away with it. I appreciate that Dan is like, I'm going to go into this with humor and ease because he's he just kind of jokes that he's like, I'm at the bottom and I accept it. But we're, I'm also like, Dan, you could win this. Like, come on. But I appreciate that energy about him because it kind of like takes a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think he was like, you know what? This isn't mine to win anymore. Like, it is what it is. I've had a good time. I've had a good run. I'm just, now I'm, I'm just here to make friends. But in the like kind of exit interview after the technical that they do with the judges, they're saying everyone is still in the running. And they're like, yeah, Josh is doing a little bit better, but like, it's really going to come down to the showstopper. And they kind of acknowledge like it's probably between Josh and Maddie, but like really it could be still be anyone's game. So the showstopper is a tiered celebration cake inspired by the first bake they ever did. At first I was a little confused by this because I thought they were saying it was supposed to be inspired by the first bake they did this season, which would have been the vertical yeah, that's what I thought. Swiss roll. But then it's like, no, no, it's supposed to be ever the first bake you ever did. Okay. So if you had to do a show supper based on like the first thing you ever baked, what would it be? Or like the, the thing first that thing I you remember, remember like, making consistently as a kid in the kitchen with my mom would be chocolate chip cookies. I'd probably make totally. some type of like cookie cake. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies, Rice Krispie treats. Mine would be probably either brownies, something based on like brownies, or I used to make pumpkin pie all the time with my grandma, but I'm like, how would I translate like a pumpkin, like a custard pie into a right. cake? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that would be hard. I 
thought it was interesting though that for them to like try to take that they basically said like take your first bake and elevate it like we really want to see the gro- your growth as a baker through the showstopper like the point of this is for you to be able to show that like go back to the very first thing you ever baked and now turn it into a show winning showstopper to show that like you have show how much you've grown they need to be minimum of three tiers highly decorated a mix of flavors and textures Paul says he would do a lemon drizzle. They don't ask Prue what she would do. Dan is making a three-tiered lemon cake. It will have Italian meringue, a white cheddar call white cheddar. <laughs> white chocolate. And then I put call peas it. and beef. And- <laughs> beef good. <laughs> okay. A layer of peas, a layer of beef, and then more custard. It's delicious. <laughs> That joke uh, never gets old, that reference. Never gets old. White chocolate collar. That makes a lot more sense. Raspberry compote and limoncello. It will be decorated with lemon macarons. So it's inspired by both a lemon drizzle cake and a lemon meringue. Because this is the last show supper, we're going to go through what everyone's doing and then we'll go through the judging. Dan, sorry, Josh is doing a Victoria sponge inspired showstopper. It's going to be a seasonal celebration of his garden. The first layer is going to have lemon curd. The second one will be flavored with grated apple. And the top one will be rhubarb and strawberry. Rhubarb. Guys, my brain is just <laughs> struggling right now. I rhubarb like strawberry jam. We <laughs> need to slow down. Rhubarb and strawberry jam in the top layer. And it's going to be decorated like a garden with a greenhouse on top. It looks like it's going to be very cute. Maddie is just chocolate inspired. Maddie just... You know, he remembers baking chocolate. This is his first ever tiered cake that he's ever made. The top and bottom tier are chocolate Genoise sandwich with French buttercream and crumbled brownie, which sounds amazing. And the middle tier will be lemon and rosemary with a summer fruit jam. Throughout this whole challenge and the way they're editing it, it feels like Josh is just running away with it. And he's like cool, calm and collected while Maddie and Dan are like rushing. Part of me was like going into this episode. I'm like, okay, this is really just going to be the Josh show of like how far ahead of the pack he is. You know, I was like, okay, shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Josh is running away with it. (laughs) I mean, love Josh, love them all. But I was like, okay, this is really going to be uneventful. Right. Like Dan is like struggling to get his macarons off the thing. And they show Josh just like, gently like placing his little fence yeah, totally. and like the perfect little greenhouse on top just like right I made everything it for of- him is going yeah. great <laughs> and he's like decorating his little windows and in the meantime maddie's cakes are underbaked he has to put them back in the oven and dan's macarons like are completely yeah, his whole all cake, the like, his, like all collars place, not coming yeah. together and totally i also appreciated this challenge because the cake stacking is always so scary and that's like the drama that we're here for is when they like are sliding the cake on you're like don't drop it don't drop it i can't watch i can't watch but all the cakes come together it's time for the final judging dan it just it doesn't come together the macarons are terrible paul says he wouldn't have ever even bothered putting them on because it ruins it so that's pretty harsh criticism the sponge is lovely but it needs more lemon the flavor is delicious the bake is good but the macarons let it down dramatically they're too pasty, underbaked. So overall, his is just underwhelming. But you know what? It was not Dan's to win. So he's just here to like round it out. And he does fine. Yeah. He has a good spirit about it. He's like, yeah. Right. Kinda... And it didn't look great overall. I'm sure some of the flavors were pretty decent, but it didn't. When he brought it up, I'm like, this lasts for the final. This does not this look. This does not look like. That does, yeah, it doesn't blow you, me away. Like if you if saw it in a bakery, I'd be like, that looks like a child made it. <laughs> 
and if, if you're trying to summarize like the entirety of your baking journey in the exactly. form of a cake, exactly. this is not the one. Yeah. And when in the final judging, when they're talking through it, they even say like, you know, you normally ask Dan to do less and then he did less and like it still didn't work out. Right. Like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good showing. They're like, Dan, come on. <laughs> exactly. All right. Maddie is up next. His looks so good. And I am like swelling with pride for Maddie when he walks up with his cake. Yeah. The way he decorated it, he like used a little palette knife and like swiped icing around it and he looked Allison was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, this is the only way I can like my fiance and I had to figure out a way for me to decorate because I'm not artistic. And it like it was just so cute. Like it's just so playing to his strengths. Yeah. And it looked really cute. It looked really, I don't know, modern and beautiful and the colors were great. It did. It was so good. It's leaning quite a lot, but you know what? Everything else looks amazing. The chocolate sponge is really light and amazing. Paul says, what a great cake. Like, what a compliment from Paul. Prue loves it. The lemon one is amazing. They love the jam. Paul says it reminds him of like a delicious yellow birthday cake. Prue says, it's really perfect, Maddie. There's nothing wrong with this cake except it's on the lean. So he completely nails it. And I am just like swelling with pride. What did they say when they were doing the deliberation? They said something like on the wonk. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cute. I don't, I'm not familiar with that phrase. On the wonk. Yeah, yes, they, were, they were like, it's on the wonk. I'm like, what is that? What that means? Okay, yes. Cute. But it was perfect. And I love, they loved it and my heart was just growing and growing for maddie i'm like this is so great go maddie totally i know i just feel like his like little proud mom last is josh it looks great the colors are beautiful it's straight and level paul says the piping work isn't very neat and you should have worked on it for 30 more minutes and i'm like paul where is josh supposed to get 30 more minutes (laughs) i could But, but i felt like his decorations, I felt like he was trying to make it look a little modern messy. And yeah, like and it, it was kind of like simple. And mm-hmm. I didn't think it looked horrible, but I could kind of see no, what Paul I was looked, saying. I thought it looked good. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, something you like, it wasn't a professional level of decoration, but I thought it looked like the, the theme was there. Right, the theme was I, there. I, I, I thought yeah. Paul was a little hard on him. Yeah. The greenhouse is cute and it, like that really came together. Paul liked the flavor of the biscuit. The first sponge is good. The jam was perfect, but there was no apple flavor, which people always run into. Like, don't try to flavor yourself with apple. If you think of an apple pie, you're barely even tasting the apple. What you're tasting right. is like the cinnamon right. and lemon or whatever you put in there. Right. Like apple in and of itself does not does have a not strong have enough a strong flavor, flavor to carry right. through a cake. The second sponge needed more flavor. The rhubarb and strawberry was not enough. For the third tier, it was compressed. The lemon curd was good, but the sponge was overbaked. Paul says the flavors are adequate, but he wanted more of a journey. He says... Boring is too strong a word, but it's on its way. I was shocked. I almost pooped my pants. I was like, you just can't. Josh. I was so shocked. I was like, wow. I was expecting this to just. That was harsh. This is where. This is so harsh. This is where the like sitting on the edge of our seats starts to come in where it's like, oh my gosh, Maddie just totally upstaged Josh in the showstopper. But Maddie was last in the technical. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, it is like slipping away. I could kind of, I was just, all of a sudden my brain just took a total turn. I'm like, okay, now I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> right? Like, I think everyone was just like, oh, and Maddie, they, you know, they're, they're interviewing them afterwards and Maddie just sort of is standing there like complete in disbelief, like it could have been enough. Like he's realizing like, oh my gosh, I might've just won. Yeah. He goes, he goes blimey. blimey. It was so cute. Blimey, was that him. enough? And I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, Maddie. Like he is in shock. Yeah, in shock. 
So the judging is over. It's on to the carnival. It's definitely between Josh and Maddie. I really thought Josh was going to walk away with it, but like it could be Maddie and yeah. I am just... Like when they're deliberating, I'm like, okay. Yeah. But if I look at the entire... Again, I always get confused if they do it by the entire season or if they just do it right. by that episode. How can they not let previous episodes... Final- Get the into their brain. They look at the whole, yeah. yeah. They look at the whole arc. I was just like, as they were deliberating, I'm like, okay. But as a whole, I feel like Josh still is like really a shining star. He's been so consistent. Yeah. Like if anything, this one bake just kind of let him down and he just like didn't nail it sure. on every single thing. Right. But if you look at the arc of Maddie, like he has come so far and learned so much. So far. And you just got to wonder, like, are they going to give it to him? And they really do take that into consideration. You can tell that they're very proud of people who take their feedback and make improvements and really make those changes. I mean, this is not a professional baking show. It's people who are just everyday bakers. And I think like that's something that they really take into consideration. Absolutely. All right. So in the end, the winner of 2023 <gasps> it's maddie oh my gosh it's maddie i was so happy for him i just wanted to like jump on the tv and give him a i hug. had chills i had full body chills i was just like oh my gosh maddie i know like, i never would have called it what a journey what a journey and prue is like i've never met a more willing and like an uncomplaining baker who just took in every single piece of feedback that we gave him and just was so dedicated to learning and growing. He was in such shock and disbelief. Brianna says, I legit cried. I was on the verge of tears. Like everyone, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. I legit cried. And I, yeah. especially when they started doing the little snippets of people after the show. I mean, I just lost it. I, I was just like, you got to stop with this. This is just, I, whenever you're having a bad day, it. just watch that last five minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Heather says, I feel Josh must have been robbed. And I agree. Like, Josh looked like he was really expecting to win it. Yes. And he just looked really shocked. Like, oh, and I mean, I felt terrible for him. Or but like, Nana, Maddie know. deserved it. Maddie you really know. deserved Maddie it. Maddie deserved it. Yeah. And his grandmother would still I be was proud. So happy for Josh's him. grandmother is totally. still proud. I mean, this is, again, not to be like, everyone gets a trophy. But to make it to the last, like, to the final and in the, totally. la- in the top three, you're good. You're great. Yeah. So that's it. That's the end of the season. And I don't know what we're going to do on Fridays and Saturdays yeah. now because this I love, this is like my favorite. I know we say every year virtual. that we're like, we either need to go back in the archives or we need to pick another show to just recap because know, it's just, seriously. It, there's a loss. There's a cake shaped hole in our week. Know, it really <laughs> is. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the last 10 weeks. Yes. Shout out to Allison. She made a great season. A great yes, season. You. It was really funny when she when they were deliberating. She's like, "Can I see who the winner is?" And Noel's like, "Yeah, well, you probably should. It's your last year." <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. They're so also, cute. Sh- shout out to our Allison listener who sent us all these really amazing like British candies. It was so cute. Sent us this just plethora of candies that I I have biscuits every night and I'm so delighted by it. The most delicious biscuits. Chocolate. And she emailed and was like, "These are not." representative of really good biscuits here. I'm like, if these right. aren't representative, you, okay. you, they're, delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. So I'd, yes. I'll i be mind blown when I go there one day and have like the actual biscuits because I just totally. love a biscuit. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a little layover in London on the way back from Ireland. We should, and, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for Thanks, being here. Thanks everybody for all, going on this We've journey had so with much us. Fun. We hope that you have had fun as well. So I guess until next season. On your box. <laughs> get set. Big. Big. <laughs> I had to do it like Allison. <laughs> <laughs>
You did. That was good. Big. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> <laughs>